Passion. The theme song in Peter Gabriel's album of the same name is the soundtrack, if you will, for Jesus' death on the cross. I used to play this CD every Good Friday as a personal meditation on what I would argue is the most important day in the history of the universe. This is the third week of four, looking at the suffering, looking at suffering and God. Week one looked at free will's role in suffering, week two at groaning with God, and now week three focuses on joining with Jesus. I remember this popular t-shirt I saw at Bible bookstores back when I was, was in college, where a ripped and muscular Jesus is doing push-ups with the cross on his back. It always seemed like kind of a strange image of Jesus to me, but I suppose his victory over death is key to our understanding of the hope we carry and the already and not yet reality of God conquering death in Christ Jesus. But it can tend to feed a theology of glory and triumph and can ignore the in-between space in which we find ourselves. And it can dismiss or platitude the real needs of others. Now, sometimes mainline Christians like we Lutherans are seen as too focused on the death of Jesus and not enough on the empty tomb, the the resurrection. But I kind of find that too many of us in our culture, whether Christian or not, tend to want to skip past the cross and go right to the empty tomb, a place that honestly has no meaning without the cross. Now, as Lutherans, we call ourselves theologians of the cross, which in plain English means we see the revelation of God in and through the cross. The cross, of course, is the high point of Jesus' suffering, but we also see in many places in his life where Jesus laments, where he cries out, even weeps. When Jesus comes to the tomb of Lazarus, even though he is there to raise him from the dead, Jesus is disturbed and weeps. He's overcome with sorrow at the death of his friend. Now, this is not a show, but a place where Jesus joins us in the pain and sorrow of death. He lingers there with us, acknowledging the emptiness and the loss. Martin Luther is passionate about the theology of the cross and seeing God in the suffering of Jesus and seeing God even in the suffering of ourselves or others. And and one way he puts it is this. He says, to be a theologian of the cross is to call a thing what it actually is. I think that is a profound understanding about how we join with Jesus in suffering. Jesus at the tomb of Lazarus calls death what it is, names and even experiences its pain and loss. Theologian N.T. Wright says, we are called to share in the weeping of Jesus. He says further that this is not a nice place or a comfortable place to be, but it is not a bad place either because we are with Jesus. Wright points us also to the Garden of Gethsemane where again it seems Jesus knows in his bones what is about to happen, but he prays anyway for there to be another way. He is disturbed and impassioned, his cries so intent that Luke tells us his sweat becomes like drops of blood. There is actually a condition of such intense anguish where this can actually happen physically. But the point here is his prayer is one of lament. Like Psalms 42 to 44 and Psalm 88 and many others that give us honest language to address pain and suffering. 
to sit with them and not gloss over them. Stay awake, says Jesus. Stay with me. Be present, he says to his disciples. And we are called as his disciples to join with Jesus in moments of suffering, to remain, to walk through with full honesty and without an agenda to fix or move on. Uncomfortably necessary work. But here's the thing. This devotion, this title for my devotion, actually works backwards first. We join Jesus in suffering because he has joined with us in our suffering. Full of honesty, full of love, full of truth, and fully present with us and with the suffering of the world.